Hello from Awakenai country, this is Tim McCardle, Leroy Junior Senior High School Principal, and welcome back to another edition of Principal McCardle's Weekly Update Podcast. We have an awesome show in store for you this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy hearing from our Awakenites. All right, we're going to kick off the podcast this week with a little spotlight on, the, on our 7th graders. Uh, we are about 10 weeks into the school year, and uh, we're so excited to have our 7th grade uh, students uh, every year as, as they walk in the door each summer join us. And uh, we wanted to kind of do a little check-in. So I have three 7th uh, graders here, and we're going to ask them some questions and do a check-in on how life at the, at the junior-senior high school is going for them. So I'll have them introduce themselves first. Hi, I'm Jagger Smith. I play basketball, and I would hope to be on the baseball team later in the year. Oh. Hi, I'm Harper, and I play soccer, and um, I'd like to try basketball. Hi, I'm Addie Tonzi, and I play modified soccer. Thank you guys for joining the podcast this week. And uh, Addie, we'll, we'll start with you. You know, talk to me about you know that that the first day that you came for the seventh grade orientation and what your experience was, you know, that day. And, you know, then off of that, how did that help you kind of get ready for being a student here? Well, the orientation was good because the peer counselors were very nice and helpful with like welcoming you into the school and showing you around. And it was a little bit nerve wracking because we've never been in the school before, but it was a great way to introduce us into the school and it was nice. Awesome. And Harper, what has been the best part of being a student here at the junior senior high, high school so far? You guys came from Wilkitt Street School. Great experience there. You know, you're 10 weeks in here. What has been, you know, you know maybe the, the highlight so far for you of being a part of the junior senior high school? Um, well, we have a lot more, like, freedom in the school. Like, you get to, like, you don't have to walk in lines or anything. You can kind of go independent more. And it's kind of helpful because there's study halls at the end, so you can get your work done at the end, which there wasn't really that much at the other school. So the end of the day schedule is something that, because that's actually a new addition that we did this year, so you really like having that, that time at the end. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Jagger, talk to me about your experience here as well. Like what's been, you know, something that you've really enjoyed or that, that's really, you know, a, a, a new addition to your educational journey? I really liked the freedom and I like the lunches a lot better. <laughs> They're pretty good. I like the idea of having an entire period dedicated to just work. It's a lot better than getting home and then having to struggle with it. Now, one of the tough things for you guys is you're experiencing, you know, obviously a very unnormal school year, you know, with, with a hybrid where you're here two days a week, uh, you're, you're home three days. Um, Jagger, talk about how you've been able to come up with like a routine on the days that you've been home. Like, you know, how hard has that been or how easy has that been? How have you attacked this hybrid model? It's been pretty easy because on my Monday days, everything before lunch, I get done. And then if I want to do something else still on that day, I will. And then on Tuesdays, I do everything after lunch. So that way I still have the time and able to do other things with my day and not just focus 
the entire day on schoolwork. I like that. That's a really good system right there. That's big time. Do you, um, as far as the food, you, you know, you mentioned the food. I mean, like, what what seems to be that the the top uh, menu item that you that you enjoy here from the Leroy Cafe? Um, what we had today, mac and cheese and pulled pork. That's really good. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Um, Andy, talk to me about just your, your time management, like what your schedule looks like when you're not here. Well, when I'm at home, I try to get my subjects that I have before lunch in school done before I have lunch at my house. And then the subjects I have after lunch in school, I do it after lunch at my house. Okay. I like that. How about you, Harper? Um, when I'm home, I try to get like the subjects that I struggle with the most done first because then I like to get them out of the way. So, I don't know. I just try and get most things done. It's kind of hard, though. I, I really like the fact that you're trying to put the toughest things first because that's when the brain is the freshest and, and you're ready to attack. That's cool. Now, talk to me uh, about uh, modified sports. So, um, all three of you guys in modified sports uh, this this season, and um, you know what what did it mean to you to put on the Leroy jersey like officially, you know, for the school, Jagger? How how did that feel? Well, for us, I never really played soccer, but and and then for basketball, we were just starting practices. It was different because we all had to have masks, had to have a own ball, could not pass or anything. But it's good. And how about you guys? Well, I think that playing for the high school now, it just feels a lot more like official because like more people get excited about it. And it felt really good to just be on like a, a team with the school. And you guys got a chance to play Cal Mom, you know, which is a big deal here. You know, we, we always, you know, take it real serious with that. Um, and, and how did that game go for girls soccer this year? Did we tie? Um... I think we tied zero zero. Yes, I, I, I believe that I talked to coach uh, and yes, it, it was a tie. I don't know what the score was, but yeah. So when, when you're playing on the road and in the home games on the bus, like that's just, it, it's a really cool feeling and it's great mm -hmm. to have you guys, you know, a part of that. All right, let's talk about academics, your favorite class and why. Uh, Harper, you can go first. Um, right now, my favorite class is probably wellness because we get to make foods and stuff, which is pretty fun. And we also get to learn about safety and, again, making foods, which I really like. And what was the favorite dish or, or thing that you uh, made so far? So far, we've made Rice Krispie Treats and pancakes. I probably like the Rice Krispie Treats a little bit better, but they're both really good. Heck yeah. My favorite class right now is social studies because... It's right before lunch, and for me, I really enjoy doing social studies. So it's like an easy class for me, and it gets me looking forward to lunch. Hey, well, I mean, I, I want to say the theme right now of this podcast is around food. I mean, you guys are growing <laughs> nights. I mean, like, you just had lunch, and, 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 and we are talking about food, which I like that because, you know, our nights are always hungry, and that's why we have such a great cafeteria. Jerry, how about you? What's your favorite? My favorite class is math. Even though it could be hard sometimes, I really enjoy math, and Mrs. Clifford is a very nice teacher. Nice. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. We have some really big opportunities for you guys down the road in, in, all, of your, in all of our classes, um, you know, whether it's some college-level classes coming your way, uh, whether it's opportunities to go off campus for BOCES or academies, just so many great things that, that, that are ahead of, ahead of you here. Um, okay, last fact. So is there something about you 
that you're that you've kind of got to know more about yourself since being here at the Leroy Junior Senior High School. Like over these last ten weeks, you're like, wow, I'm pretty proud that I've been able to do this, or I never thought that I could, you know, you know, accomplish this. Is there something that you can look back in these first ten weeks and be proud of, or see a growth that you've had? Asking questions and asking for help when I need it from the teachers. Hmm. I, I, re I really liked it. That, that's, that's, that's a great answer. How about you, Harbor? Um, I'm proud of managing my time well. Obviously, it's like different right now because everything's going on. So I think I've been managing my time pretty well. Cool. I think, yeah, time management. I was able to get everything in on time and make sure I have full credit for everything. Awesome. Well, listen, guys, it was a pleasure to have a good conversation with you here on the podcast as seventh graders. Maybe we can do this again when you're seniors and we can do a little throwback and see, you know, see what, uh, what it was like. But uh, really proud of your effort, really proud of everything that you're doing and how you're representing yourself here uh, in these first 10 weeks. And we're very, very, very proud of the seventh grade in general. It's been an impressive group. You guys have come in here and have done a great job. So keep it up and uh, keep plugging along. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for having Thank us. You. All right, next up on the podcast this week, I'm absolutely thrilled to bring on uh, Karen Winters, who's the director of the Genesee County Business and the Education Alliance here in uh, the Genesee County region. And uh, Karen has been instrumental in so many great partnerships that we've had um, with, you know, uh, with her throughout this area. And uh, we've done so many cool things over the years together. But I think what we're about to talk about right now might top it all. And that's uh, talking about um, this great new virtual experience that's open 24 hours a day online called Glow With Your Hands. Karen, thanks for uh, joining the podcast this week. Thanks for having me, Mr. McArdle. So, Karen, let's talk about Glow With Your Hands. Why don't you kind of uh, rewind a little bit and let's talk about, you know, where this started, what last year looked like, and then, uh, and then we'll jump into this year. Sure. So um, we, we've often, as a GLOW region, and GLOW, for the record, is Genesee, Livingston, Orleans, and um, uh, Wyoming counties. That's the, what makes up GLOW. Um, there's been a lot of discussions with um, economic development, um, workforce development, education, about the lack of promotion for certain industries and jobs. And these industries and jobs happen to be uh, the biggest um, employers in our area in, in fields like agriculture, uh, food processing, advanced manufacturing, and also uh, skilled trades. And there was an event out in the Finger Lakes region called Finger Lakes Works With Their Hands, and it's been going on for over 10 years. And a, a couple years ago, uh, a handful of us um, in those many different uh, departments and industries decided, let's go shadow this event and see what it's about. Um, let's see if, you know, this is something we could bring to our region and have our students participate in. So we went out to Seneca Falls to this uh, to this farm, and they had uh, a ton of different uh, vendors there. And what was interesting about this career day promoting those industries is the kids had a chance to actually 
do the hands-on. So we saw lots of kids on construction vehicles moving, you know, you know, uh, earth around and, and things like that. And we were like, if we don't bring this back to our community, we're doing a huge disservice to the kids in, in our, in our, you know, backyards. They need to be exposed to these career opportunities because, um, sometimes I think, uh, you know, it's not a bad thing to promote college, but sometimes college is not the pathway for some students. And we can't underestimate the need and importance of those, um, careers that you just need a high school education or you just need uh, a one or two year associate's degree or apprenticeship. Those jobs are never going to go away, the hands on, um, careers and industries. So last year, we had our very first live event, and we called our event Glow With Your Hands. Um, we had over 800 students from the Glow region come to the Genesee County Fairgrounds, and uh, they participated in lots of different activities. Um, we had a welding sim- simulator. We had um, we had uh, veterinary veterinarians um, who brought in calves. Um, kids got to see um, mechanical um uh, or automatic milker uh, simulations and things like that. So very hands-on and engaging. And we got great positive feedback. And we're like, okay, we're so excited to bring this event every single year. Well, then COVID hit. <laughs> <laughs> and as I'm sure you can imagine, um, you know, we, we knew almost in the springtime there that um, it's probably not going to be feasible or safe to bring the students to the fairgrounds like we did in our inaugural year. Um, what else can we do to still satisfy and promote um, those hands-on careers? So this is where um, we came to the decision, what if we brought this same experience to a virtual uh, website so that students can still at least learn about those careers and also, um, you know, view videos and things about the job in action? So that's where uh, Glow With Your Hands Virtual came about. Well, I'm going to tell you what, and I – I am so excited about this website and I can't, you know, even begin to to talk how well done this is. So our students that are listening, parents are listening, you know, you have to get on here and check this out. You know, any all the different industries around uh, agriculture, food production, advanced manufacturing and skilled trades and all those all those opportunities are right here in our backyard in Genesee County. Uh, Karen, talk about, you know, how, you know, people can interact with this website and some of the, uh, you know, and some of the highlights about it. Sure. So um, when you get onto the website, and again, the um, the website address is glowwithyourhandsvirtual.com. Um, and uh, when you get onto the page, it's broken down into four different industries. So we have agriculture with 10 different careers listed under there. Food processing has about uh, six careers there. Advanced manufacturing, skill trade. So whatever industry you want to learn more about, you click on the, that particular page and it'll bring you to a list of, um, you know, between uh, six to 10 careers that are in that field. Um, each career has its own page. So, for example, I'm just on the website right now looking at the uh, assemblers and fabricators page on the manufacturing side. Um, you know, as you scroll down here, we have a career overview. So what is this job? What are the typical job duties that somebody in that profession might do on a daily basis? 
Um, what are their earnings? We tried our best to focus on um, the earnings for Western, or excuse me, for um, New York State, as sometimes um, New York State's uh, earnings can be um, pretty significantly different than the national average. Um, training and education requirements, and, and also very important job outlook. This is something kids really have to take a look at because yeah. you never want to pick that profession that oh well you know. It, it's kind of dying down, you know. Don't pick the career where you're going to be uh, working on the throughway toll booth because obviously that <laughs> career no longer exists anymore. So you want to keep an eyeball on, you know, are there fields that there's they're going to see tremendous growth in? Maybe align yourself to those careers because it's almost like you're guaranteed to have that job when you graduate. Um, what makes this website special compared to other, um, you know, career databases and things is we did focus on um, what is in your backyard. So um, career pathway, we almost give um, students a step-by-step -step of if they want, were interested in being like a welder. Okay, what are some middle and high school classes that you should sign up for and take to learn those basic skills? Um, what extracurricular clubs or activities can you um, you use or, or do to gain experience? Um, CTE programs, so career and technical education programs that you would find at BOCES. Um, what BOCES programs are at your local BOCES campus? Um, are there uh, volunteer opportunities? I think sometimes we overlook the value of volunteering. So if we have somebody who likes working with animals, is contemplating being a veterinary technician, hey, you've got a lot of, um, you know, humane societies and things like that that you can, you know, gain experience on the job, and it's all for free, and you're giving back to the community. And then um, local colleges training. So we tried to focus on what is in um, upstate New York, western New York region, um, where you can get a, 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 um, an affordable education and get the certification you need to do those jobs. So all that is provided on the website. Um, for every and, and, and it's for every single career. And I think that you know, I, I can't emphasize enough of how cool. And, that, and that's what I really uh, cued in on is what you were saying is that career pathway um, and, and the career overview, because how, what you guys have added in there is literally a shortcut to everything that you would ever want to know in one page, um, you know, about some key information. And I, I'm big on plumbers, Karen. So I, I just, I, I think there's a huge shortage of quality plumbers, um, you know, in the country, let alone locally. And, um, I'm on that page right now. And it just goes on to say that, you know, the annual openings, we're talking over 4,000 plumbers, um, you know, which you guys rate as an excellent perspective to get a job. And, and also on that same page, um, you dive into some of the stereotypes with one of them saying women in construction, uh, a great video um, that, that's also there that's under the deeper dive. So really cool perspectives and and and. Uh, viewpoints into this, you know, into these careers. Yeah, and and I hope the thing, the biggest thing I, I hope people will take away from, especially in the Leroy community, make sure your parents take a look at this. So if you're thinking, you know, this might be something I'm interested in, sometimes parents are and and you know may have preconceived notions about a, what a job is, but you know, positions and careers and industries they've evolved. You know, they're they're. You're using a lot of complex science and things, and, and sometimes there's an even bigger paycheck than you would have expected. So have your parents kind of explore those different careers, too. And I will say to parents, too, how many times your kids say, oh, I want to do this this job, and it may be a very um, 
you know, rare positions you might find in this area. We list on this website too, where can I work? So mm-hmm. what local glow companies are actually, well, not necessarily hiring at this current time for these positions, but have those positions on their, their payroll there. Yeah. Once you see how many companies are out there, it makes you, you think to yourself, wow, you know, if, if my kid goes to school and pursues this particular career, there's a lot of different places that they can apply to. That's a huge, yeah. huge um, information that I think we all need to be aware of and know. And, um, and you said about I, the plumbers, you know, I'm just still looking at that page. So places to work. I mean, you guys have on there, you know, um, eight different you know businesses that are right here in, in, in this area for plumbing only. Right. You know, so it's just. I think it's such a great resource to be able to get a full scope into that and or a selling point for why you should do it, right? Absolutely. And um, I, I think my personal favorite piece about the, the website and something that took a, a, a bit of time to, to produce and make sure we included on this website is we have um, an interview, local career connection, where we actually go out and we talk, we film, um, we shadow somebody in a position at a local company. And we made sure to target companies that are right down the street from Leroy. So we've got, um, you know, Orcon Industries, our shipping and receiving uh, representative. Um, you know, Liberty Pumps is featured um, on, on three different videos. Um, you know, Batavia, we've got a lot of job opportunities at OACA Milk. Um, you know, we made sure that these are recognizable companies for your students to be, you know, thinking in the back of their mind, like, oh, I watched a video featuring this particular career. Oh, wow, they're hiring. I know what this um, this uh, environment or work environment, what they do, what I would be expected to do. So it's educating kids, too, on um, the, the companies that are in their backyard. There's a lot of things we produce in this region that I had no idea, and it's kind of cool to – um, just open your eyes a little bit to what is in our immediate backyard here. And again, the website is glowwithyourhandsvirtual.com, and it is a wealth of knowledge and, and an opportunity to really dive deep and, and take some time as a family or, or as a student by yourself and friends. Just so many great things. And, and, and in the end, it's such a cel- it's such a, uh, it celebrates so many hardworking, um, people and and so many great businesses that are right here in, in in our backyard. So Karen, I can't thank you enough for uh, taking time out to be uh, on the podcast this week and help promote Glow With Your Hands Virtual. Uh, you're going to hear a lot about this as we're going to be pushing this out to all of our teachers and our counselors and within our community. Um, and it's just such a great uh, effort. And, and we can't thank you and, and all the people that were involved in this production enough to help educate our students right here in Genesee County. Thanks for having me. And yes, please check out the website. We'll finish up the podcast this week uh, with focusing on our stream team. This past fall, we had the privilege of, for the first time, live streaming our varsity events. And this year, we focused on our varsity boys and girls soccer. And to do so, we had to put together a student team uh, that helped produce and stream 
uh, these games live from Hartwood Park. And it was a really incredible opportunity for them and for us uh, to be able to push out of our video and our games you know, to our alumni, community, and fans, and also benefit the visitor fans as well. And it was a great, great experience. And I have our three uh, students here that I want to have them introduce themselves. And then we're going to talk about the experience of our first ever live stream producing this past fall. I'm McKenna Conover, and I'm a sophomore. I'm Bailey Morris, and I'm a senior. And I'm Tyler Strollo, and I'm a junior. So McKenna was our uh, cam uh, camera woman for the uh, boys' soccer games, and Bailey was our uh, cameraman for the girls' games, and Ty was our play-by-play -play announcer for the girls' games. So uh, let's start with uh, you, Bailey, as far as your experience this, this fall. Uh, talk, talk to me about... Um, you know, what it meant for you to be a part of this and, and, and what you learned and, and just your, your, your experience as far as, you know, being a part of the, of the stream team. It's a, it was a great experience, and I'm very thankful that I was able to do it because, for one thing, not as many people can go to the games because of COVID going on right now, so I'm thankful for that. But also, it, like, makes me feel good knowing that we can show hundreds of people around Leroy the games as well so that they have the chance to see the game too. And McKenna, you were also behind the camera. And, you know, talk to us about some of the challenges that we had to kind of overcome out there, um, you know, and maybe what people didn't see behind the scenes. Yeah, it was definitely quite the challenge, especially when it was windy. We had quite this few windy games where it was pouring, so we had to try to keep the computer dry as well as the camera dry. So there were a lot of times where we had somebody holding an umbrella over the camera, and then we had cords all over the place and the box falling behind us that has the computer in it. So it was definitely challenging. The camera would fall off the bleachers, so it was a matter of trying to hold the camera as you're trying to stream everything and look through this tiny little screen so that you're following the ball. It was, it was pretty interesting because I feel as if every single game there was just a different element of weather. You Mr. know, Cardo, we... I never worked a nice game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Bailey got a couple nice games in there, and you definitely, McKenna, got the uh, you know the, the wind tunnels. But we had everything from like twenty two degrees all the way to the seventies, and we've ex we experienced everything in between. Um, and you know, Ty is here, and he was our our, our play by play announcer. And Ty, talk to about talk to us about your experience. Um, you know, being able to call these games as an announcer. Well, it's pretty awesome. You know, that's my, my uh, what I want to do when I'm older. So it's really nice to get some experience here and also, like Bailey said, deliver it to these people that aren't able to go to the games. It's just a great experience. And, uh, Bailey, talk to us about the, you know, the ins and outs of actually running a camera. I mean, as far as, like, what you had to do in working with Ty, uh, looking at the computer, running the camera, like, what were the different elements that, that went about your job? It definitely took me a few games to get the hang of it, and when you think about it, it's a pretty high-pressure situation because there was one game, 120 people were watching at once, so you have to make sure you keep it steady, you have to keep zooming in if they're on the far side of the field. You want to be able to show like several different players throughout the game, and then weather is also a factor, of course. Absolutely, and obviously McKenna brought you know had had to deal with that the most. And if you don't know Hartwood Park, we don't have a press box uh, on the soccer field, um, and we don't have high bleachers. So to be able to try to set the tripod up and get the angle, um, and also you know be 
out of the elements, uh, those don't really come into play because we're in the elements and we're trying to get the camera as high as we can. So, you know, and we also have some poor lighting out there, especially, you know, towards the left-hand side, um, you, know, uh, you know, of the field from our vantage point of the screen. So a lot of different elements to have to overcome. Um, you know, Ty, talk to us about, you know, just what it means to, you know, how hard it is or easy it is for you to be able to call the game and actually communicate what you're seeing on the field and put that into words for people to now be able to watch and hear it, um, you know, at a pro level that, that you were bringing to that. Well, I appreciate the, the pro level comment. That means a lot. But, you know, being a football player my whole life, I don't know the terminology of soccer. So it was kind of hard. But once I got, you know, some words like, you know, the 18 yard line is apparently big. So, you know, if someone takes a shot from five outside the 18, you can say five outside the 18. It sounds a lot better than a little far out, but it's easy once you get a hang of it, but sometimes you might stumble across some words. You might say a completely wrong term. So, or sometimes you can't read the, you know, the name or the letter or the number. Right. So like, remember blood Jersey, blood Jersey, blood Jersey. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, you talked about wanting to get into this, uh, you know, field of journalism, broadcasting, um, you know, you recently have made a connection. Uh, both you and uh, Bailey were a part of uh, Mr. Curran's uh, uh, career speaker in which we had both of the top two uh, Buffalo Bills uh, social media directors. And what a great opportunity that was to be able to connect with people, talk about pro level, that are running arguably one of the best social media platforms in the NFL. Um, and not only did you guys participate in that, but Ty, you've been after that, have made some connections. Talk about you know that type of experience and how that's impacted you. Well, ever since that Hornell game where I came across Mr. Robert Peicher, and I've had a you know, I had an hour and a half Zoom call with him. He runs his own network. He actually had multiple TV stations at one point, did his own live television sports show. He gave me a bunch of knowledge. After that Hornell game, it kind of just took off. I, you know, I met Mr. Uh, Specht, the Bills guy, and he, you know, I asked him a bunch of stuff. I texted him. I even put him down as a, a reference for one of my CFM projects. He was, it was perfect. You know, it's been, I really appreciate what Mr. Curran did. It was very, it's been very helpful and it most likely will be. And Bailey, what was your take on, you know, on, on that social media uh, career speaker? And, you know, what, what, what was your take and in, in, take away, I should say, you know, from that experience? I thought it was awesome. And I, it really helped me learn that you have to take advantage of every opportunity given to you, especially to come in a position like he is to work for one of 32 NFL teams. It's amazing. And McKenna, you know, and if if given the chance to continue to to to, to run the camera, uh, you know, be a part of the stream team, hopefully in the winter, um, you know, why, you know, would you do it, and and why would you continue to do it? I would definitely do it again. I mean, it was really fun to bring the stream to people who maybe wouldn't come out to a game because it was twenty degrees, and they wanted to stay warm in their car. So I mean, they wouldn't really be able to see that from their vehicle. And I know a lot of our winter sports are played indoors, so it's kind of hard to see from your car inside of a building during COVID when you can't, you can't get inside. So would you ever thought that you would be on the trap team shooting things with a gun and then also on a stream team shooting things with a camera? I don't think I would have ever thought that would have happened. No, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a full circle experience of what high school is all about. All right, so last question uh, for each of you guys is, you know, Ty, you know, 
off of this, what are some things that you think that you know our team here, uh, which we're our goal here is to start a club, and then then from there start a class, and you know around broadcasting. What are some things that that you think you know, and looking at what we've done here so far, um, that you that you uh, hope that we can kind of build off of the success that we've had. Well, the sense of professionalism is definitely a good groundwork for this club and then class, you know. Got Bailey and McKenna with that excellent camera work. Looks almost like an NFL game. I watched a couple of the streams, and it's, you know, when I was home on the quarantine, I was uh, watching that first half. Excellent camera work. And then, you know, the aspect of having the mic and everything hooked up, and then we're hopefully going to get some graphics up. You know, I'll figure that out. But, all yeah, all that professionalism, all the hard work and all that will definitely be something we're looking to carry in. And Bailey, as far as just like what your sell would be to do something new, because obviously you probably have never ran a camera before for a live stream. Um, you know, I just kind of knew you, you know, w- would have interest in coming to the game. You know, I mean, what would you speak to that opportunity, you know, when, when given now after this situation? I just think that if someone hands you an opportunity like that, you always have to take it. I never thought I would be sitting here like two months later still being the cameraman for the girls games and it's been an awesome experience so just take every opportunity and McKenna as far as just you know the you know for a person that maybe is interested in in wanting to be a part of this um you know what would be your sell to them to say you know to come approach us any one of us about you know being a part of this what would be your sell to you know have people try something new or to kind of like push themselves out of their comfort zone I mean, even if you just think there's a chance somewhere way out of your reach that you're just like, I think I want to do this, ask somebody. Get yourself that one step closer to doing it because there's always going to be somebody in that path who can say, yeah, I've got this connection. I can hook you up here. So, I mean, there are always people, especially here at Leroy, that are willing to take you that one step further. It's all about building relationships. Exactly. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. It's been a true pleasure working with the three of you guys. I mean, I never thought myself that I'd be sitting here two months, you know, after this, you know, recording a podcast about, you know, what we, you know, what was at at the time a small idea. Let's just see what this does. And then where this led, which was, I really think, some great success as far as your guys' performance and, and, and commitment being on time and in the professionalism that you brought um, and, and, and in the end, bringing so much great positivity, you know, to what's a really tough time and being able to, you know, reach people that don't even live in the state. We had people typing in the comments, watching from Florida and, you know, and all over the place. So, yeah, that's right. Even in, uh... Yeah, we had, uh, we were worldwide, you know, yeah. we had, yeah, our, our, student, our student exchange student from last year uh, uh, was even Alex Gramkoff tuned in a couple games and, uh, yeah, it's just, you just never know where, where something will go. And I think it was just a, a great experience. And, and I think it's just the beginning of what, you know, will be the future of, of streaming here at Leroy. And I want to you know, congratulate you guys for being a part of the first group, because hopefully a decade from now, they'll look back at how amateur we were, you know, <laughs> like in this, you know, in our, in our little, uh, you know, set up with a plastic tub and a tripod. And, uh, and then they'll be able to show all the fancy stuff that they have. So really cool. It's always great to be at the ground, ground uh, l- level. And I just want to thank these guys and their families for allowing them to dedicate the time. And, you know, if you're interested and want to be a part of this, don't hesitate to talk to any three of our students or myself about it, and we would love to do it. Any final thoughts uh, before we, we close the podcast? Uh, sure. Uh, 
just if you have an interest, like you said, if uh, if you have an interest in this, definitely come see one of us because it's you know, on the surface it looks like it's just talking, but there's a lot of analytics and there's a lot of knowing what you need to say and a lot of studying the game and it gets really fun as you get deeper into it. Yeah, it's definitely a learning experience because I can tell you when I first started streaming, I was like. I know nothing about soccer. Please, dear God, Mr. McArdle, do not make me do a play-by-play. <laughs> and now that we've gotten further into it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I bet you I could give a little bit more information about what was going on the whole time. Yeah. And for those of you who think you might be interested in something like this, just come along, ask if you can sign up for it, and join in. Because look at Ty now. He's got into the Buffalo Bills. It's crazy. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're, we're sitting here with a potential, you know, future celebrity and Ty. So, Ty, just remember <laughs> us when you're, you know, sitting at the ESPN desk. We were at this table in my <laughs> office doing a podcast. So you can, you know, keep us those, give those VIP tickets to some of those games. I'll make sure. Hopefully that's a crew. That'd be a nice crew to have. have a camera. <laughs> Hopefully we can get another play-by-play down the road. All right. I like it. Well, thank you guys very much. Pleasure to have you on the podcast. And you guys are just great nights. Thank you. Thank you for thank having you. us. Finish up the podcast this week with my social media pick of the week. This week I'm going with the video that I posted on November 16th of our varsity girls soccer team winning and moving on to the Section 5 finals. The video really showcases just the awesomeness of our girls soccer team. The fact that we won a semifinal game at home was really cool. And being able to celebrate uh, with our fans uh, and many fans that tuned in on the stream, uh, it was just a great night for Leroy. And it was those are the type of nights that we really need during this time. Unfortunately, the girls weren't able to finish off uh, their championship run, but we're so proud of how they represented us throughout the uh, season and going back to the finals for the second straight year. So congratulations to them, and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in here from Awaka Night Country again this week. I wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving, and we look forward to having you back here in two weeks. As always, go Knights.